What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Innovators Den. I'm formerly known as Hashtag, and I'm here with Steve O Business. And we got the special guest, Rock. What's up, Rock? What's going on? What's going on, man? Good to see y'all. For man, real. you already know what's <laughs> up. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I know you got a lot of things happening right now, but we just wanted to kind of start like your story, like getting to know you, who you are, and what's happening. Yeah, no, like, definitely. I mean, right now it's just like, you know, I was asked earlier, it's like, yo, what do you do? And to say like what you actually do is just like an understatement because like there's so many roles and so many hats that we all put on in this life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Especially in entertainment. So, you know, for me, predominantly, I'm working in music and it all really started for me just as a at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I was I grew up Brooklyn, New York, Albany Projects. You know what I'm saying? The hood of all hoods. They used to call it the non-buildings of death, man. It was just, you know, but I grew up there, so it wasn't bad for me. It was bad for everybody else. You know, and then growing up, you know, my mom, I was adopted, so, you know, she was a little bit elderly, and, you know, God bless her heart, she was filled with so much love. Like, she really just wanted the best for me. So, you know, we used to go to, like, church a lot, like, on Sundays and stuff like that, even, like, on, like, during the week. Church was kind of like, you know, for me as a kid, it was boring. Like, I didn't want to go to church, you know what I'm saying? I want to run around, play, and do dumb shit all day. But she made sure I was just there just so I could just build some morals, you know. And I, I understand more today why I was there all the time. But being there, like, trying to find something to do, it was nothing that was there for me but music. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I kind of tapped into just my ability to just be being musically inclined because I started gravitating towards, like, what they were doing, like, playing the drums, the keys, the band, the choir. That was always kind of intriguing to me. And it started there. I started just picking up things and just doing shit on my own. And that's kind of just been just my legacy just going forward is just really just picking things up and just doing it. So starting there, my brother, my older brother, he was involved. He was in the streets. He was doing his thing. He was well-known in our hood. And he was also very influential for me because he really introduced me to hip-hop. I'll never forget, like, he was in a group. It was called Black Lung or something like that. They used to, like, back in the day, old school shit, print out stickers and put them all over the hood. They were on B-Cat. They had videos and shit. So, like, for me, that they was my idols, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just a bunch of street niggas just, like, rapping, trying to just make it. You know, I, seen, I listened to one of their tapes, and I remember hearing it and listening to my brother rap, and I'm like, yo, this is you? Like, you... You like you really on this, you know what I'm saying? And it, it just blew my mind to hear his voice. So I'm like, yo, I want to do this too. So I started dabbling into it. Again, my mom, she ain't want me to get involved with music. Like she's like, no, you're gonna get shot. Like you can't do this. You can't go to the studio or whatever the case is. You know, I was being a kid. I was just figuring out ways to manipulate shit. One year, I, t I made her buy me a karaoke machine for Christmas. And I'm like, yeah, give me this karaoke machine. You know, it, it was the CD. It was the one with the CD and the cassette. And it had the fucking microphone. It didn't really have effects or nothing like that. But, you know, I made her buy it. And I used to sneak out and go to Nostrand Avenue across the street from McDonald's. And I'd go to the Jamaicans and I'd buy, like, instrumentals from the Jamaicans. Oh, and they was like, Brad, what you doing in here, man? You're not supposed <laughs> to be here. You know, they was... Yo, let me get a beef patty. And it wasn't getting beef patties back there. It was a whole other <laughs> shit. But, um, you know, I started getting instrumentals. Like, back at that time, it was, like, a lot of, like, Jay-Z, Dynasty, and all that type of shit. And I would get the instrumental CDs, load them up on my karaoke machine. Then I would go take my brother's, like, tapes. I took his Biggie tape. 
Like, and I would record over that shit, and I would make wow. my own music. <laughs> he'd be tight, yeah, though. Yeah, he was tight. Yeah, he'd be yeah. my ass. He, he'd be my ass. But, like, I ain't have no money. I have no tape, yeah. so I had to go fucking figure it out. And that's when I just started learning to kind of, like, record. And, you know, I was explaining my process to, like, you know, like an old-school audio engineer not too long ago. And I was like, yeah, you know, I was listening to records, and I was like, yo, how do they get the, their voices to be double, or how do they get backgrounds and all of that shit? So what I would do was I, I bought a tape recorder. I mean, my mom's give me a tape recorder, and I would pre-record all of my ad libs and backgrounds, and I would fucking record it while I'm recording on top of the fucking karaoke machine all at once, time, so I could have all those effects. Wow. And I was going to school. Yo, back then we had like. I forgot what program it was, but we were doing shit on a computer where we could print out pictures and shit. I made my own artwork. Like the, had the tape. Class or something. Yeah, I had the fucking tape, the tape uh, cassette, and I put the art, I cut it out, put it in. And I was in school, like, no lie, it was like fourth grade. And I'm like, yo, I got a mixtape. And I'm talking to the people <laughs> in school. And it was this one teacher. He was like the cool teacher. He was like, what, like, what are you doing, man? Like, I'm like, yo, man. This is what I do. Like, I want to be a, a, an artist. I want to rap. This is my tape. And it was literally just, you know, a riffs of just me, like, rapping over instrumentals and stuff like that. So it went from there. And then, obviously, you know, it scaled, you know, as time progressed. And I got older and started to learn and understand just, like, what everything entailed. But that was really, like, the core of everything, like, being musically inclined, being growing up in the church and just knowing music, listening to it. You know, my brother, when he was out in the streets, like I used to just really like ramp through his room. I used to go through all his shit, go under the bed. I used to see guns, all type of crazy shit. But the one thing I used to always love was like, he always kept the radio on. And like, it, I would never go to bed unless he came home. So I would chill in his room and the dog and it would be just the radio playing. And it would be like late night R&B shit or just like some rap shit. And I would literally just doze off, going out, going in and out of sleep, listening to it. And I realized even to this day, like when I make records or when I'm doing stuff, like I always hear like those melodies and that sound in my head. You know what I'm saying? It made me appreciate that time of music because of just the beauty and the essence of just where, what it was and where it came from. And it's like, I feel like now we're constantly trying to chase that with mm -hmm. the retro kind of like recreation yeah, and things yeah. like that. Again, it transitioned into, you know, me getting in, getting on a computer one day with my friends. We on mixed craft. Everybody went back upstairs or went out and I'm like focusing on my vocals because I wanted to be the superstar. So I'm like, I'm gonna make my shit sound better than everybody. <laughs> And it, it went from that to, like, now I'm working with the biggest labels in the world, like, wow. literally, like, doing just outstanding, crazy shit that I thought I would never get myself into. So so it's like going from, like, having to yeah. record in your room to then going to a multi-million dollar recording studio and doing the mix and engineering, right? Yeah, yeah, that's man. That's the highlight for you. Like, it's a lab, but it's not the same lab. Nah, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's not, not the same it's lab. It's different. And it's, like, it's crazy because... You know, back in them times, like, when we was doing shit, we, we did it with nothing. Mm -hmm. So, like, I always found opportunity in making nothing into something. And I think yeah, that's yeah, why I cut through and got, and got so many gigs and got so many people kind of, like, tied into just what I am and who I am. It's because, like, yo, we just we take a bald piece of paper and unravel it and make that shit, like, fucking art. You feel me? Like, mm -hmm. that's where we came from. We didn't know nothing but yeah. that. And even the way that I learned was also different too. Like, I was just at a school uh, uh, last week with Dylan. 
I spoke at an audio school, and I'm t- I'm at, I'm sitting down, and I'm telling the kids fuck school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but not not in a in a negative way, but right. just kind of like yo, everybody has their own pathway. School for me was you know YouTube and fucking like hands-on stuff like mm-hmm. school for them is is that and you know they're fortunate enough to have that experience but like you no one's here to teach you can't no one can teach you how to create mm-hmm. right. feel me like gotta, and that's yeah, something that I, I stand real tall on and I'm just like yo listen y'all I didn't learn learn the same way y'all did y'all know a lot of the technical aspects of this like I know what heartbreak sound like I know what 4am sounds like going to get a Dutch. I know what all of these things sound like and I know how to articulate it in today's like music and technology and even within myself and helping other artists. And that's just where it's at. You know what I'm saying? You mentioned your inspiration. Like what were some of the albums that inspired you growing up? Man, like it's funny. Reasonable Doubt was probably one of the number ones. This morning I, I listened to Reasonable Doubt. I always listen to Dead Presidents when I'm about to do something motivating. And like deal mode or like any type of like grind mode, I gotta throw on Dead Presidents. Even with my team, like if we got a low kind of like time, because we all got highs and lows. I'm like, yo, go pop on Reasonable Doubt. Let's listen to that album and let's regroup. You know what I'm saying? Because Ho really just had he had the blueprint. He really yeah. broke shit down from yeah. A to Z with his entire lifetime it was like catalog. Strategic plan, like and verb, like mu- a, music. A, a recent clip of him talking about he was explaining that, but that's K, but yo. He was like, I would have take the five hundred k. I would take the. I don't know what to say to myself. Like, yeah. Not not. He said I would take the five hundred k and go go buy the records and yeah. play it up because I and he was the being, blueprint. He was being funny. He's like, yeah. take that five hundred k and go buy some albums. You know, albums with five hundred k. Go yeah. buy catalogs, <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, that's real shit. Yeah. The thing is, everything is really out there and it's been mm-hmm. in our faces since day one. It's all about us knowing it's there and retaining it. You feel me? Yeah. The information. Yeah. And that's just what it is, you know? And one major part is like the follow through. I think like it's there, but mm-hmm. you don't follow through with it. Ideas like 1%, the rest is all action. Yep. You know? yeah. It's all it's action. All, and, and you got to line yourself up. That's the thing, man. We got to just get up and go do shit. Like, you know, the biggest thing, like, people say, yo, like, chase your dreams, chase your dreams. I be telling people now, like, yo, fuck chasing your dreams, man. Chase your fears, dog, because that's what's stopping you from getting yeah, to your dreams. Like, fear has always been something, like, that stopped me. And my fear is also always like, yo, what is other people going to think? How are they going to feel? You know what I'm saying? Is mm-hmm. this good enough? Am I good enough? I'm like, yo, fuck that, man. Yeah, You're always right. good enough. You just got to apply the pressure and just yeah. go in, right. you know? And like Jay Z, I'm from Brooklyn, and like Hove, he's not, he's not my favorite rapper, but at the same time, it's like he's so inspirational because he literally, you could just you from you watch the legacy of where he started and where he came up to. So like that's the blueprint for me. And I'm thinking like, yo, Hove would want this to be beyond what he did, right? Like he had Rockefeller, he had the fucking brand and everything like that. So when I'm thinking about like, yo, how am I gonna infiltrate the music industry's ecosystem? What am I going to do to build that fucking iPhone or build that lifestyle? You feel mm-hmm. me? And Hove, they did the fucking, they had Rockefeller. They had the brands. They had Dame Dash and all that stuff. I took it a step further, and that's where I'm starting right now, a music distribution company. It's called 10 Plus Years Music. And cool. it's all self-titled. It's all based, based on, like, taking 10 years to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And it's all based off of, like, new music and technology and the immersive space. And it's dedicated to really independent artists because 
I feel like independent artists never get the same access as major artists. And that's not fair because mm -hmm. we are really the core of the streets. We're the core of marketing. We're the core of cultural currency. You feel me? Yeah. Without indie artists, you have no major artists. So I wanted to make a focus on that so we can kind of in induce the quality and just like everything and what we do as up and coming as independent artists or whatever the case is. So we know like we can have opportunities just like them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cultural mm -hmm. currency is at an all-time high. Like, I go to these meetings, I'm talking to all these brands and these companies. Every big brand, I sat down with them from Apple, Bose, Universal, Sony. Dolby. I come just like this. Dolby. I come just like this. Gold teeth in my mouth. My my whole fit. And I, I my foot on the table. And I'm like, yo, what, what are we doing today? And they're like, we love that. We love true authenticity. We love you for you because we are connected to the masses of the people who buy all of their products. Right. We are the people. We are the yeah. people. And, you know, once you discover that and kind of know, like, that's the true, like, unlock your true potential is understanding first who you are for real. Because if you're not authentic with yourself, it's like you're going to be living a lie from yeah. timeline to timeline. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to impress, impress, do this, do, and you doing shit you don't want to do. You don't know how to say no, but like when you're true to yourself, the right shit aligns with you, and then life just becomes even better. Mm -hmm. Life is gonna always be hard though. Don't get it fucked up. Right. <laughs> like niggas think life. Life is all. I've realized that recently. Life is always gonna be hard. It's always gonna be a struggle <laughs> because niggas is never satisfied. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No problem. No, and you know how much you don't know, and then you be like, oh. Wow, there's yeah. more information well, that like you had no like, idea. You're like, I need to get to this bag. Like, oh, I need to have X amount in my account. Then yeah. you get to that, that amount, you're like, damn, I need to get to this other amount. Yeah, it's man. never like an actual stop into that. Like, we're no different from, like, those rich motherfuckers that's in, like, fucking Greece or Hollywood Hills. Like, the only thing that's different is the quality of life. Like, we spending the same type of money. It's, everybody's budget is just different. Mm -hmm. Like, the richest people, rich people, they never have money. Why? Because their money is always working for them. You know what right. I'm saying? And, like, again, you learn about that shit. You learn right. about just, like, all the things that you, you need to do to kind of stay afloat. And staying afloat and above water is probably the hardest right. thing in this industry. You know, you get a little taste of something or a lifestyle, and it's like you, you can't go back. You know what I'm saying? It's like when Steve Harvey was talking about getting on first class. Like, you go on first class that one a couple of times, and you like, nigga, it's hard to walk back and go yeah, back to them seats, to those, man. Last aisle. Yo, I booked a last-minute flight, and I couldn't get first class, and I'm just, like, panicking. I'm like, yo, I, I need to get off <laughs> of this plane, dog. I got problems. Yeah, like, I'm like, I got arthritis. You know what I'm saying? Like, my knees don't even feel right. I need to and it's like, I was like never like that. I'm like, yo, what type of bougie shit am I on? Like, I never had these problems. Problems. But like it's all yeah, in it's the mentality, right. the lifestyle. That shit is real. So it's yeah. like, yo, by any means, nigga, you gon' you gonna want to do whatever it takes to stay and stay afloat and keep that shit going. Yeah, no, nah, it's a process, you know. And uh, you know, these experiences that we have is like it, it, it highlights who we are, right? And at the same time, we we get to uh, break down and retrospect, right? Right. So, man, it's it's, it's amazing, man. Yep. Uh, and then I remember you were telling me about Adobe and and working with them. Mm -hmm. nope. So a with that a little bit, yeah, we could talk bit. about it. Yeah, Adobe is cool. That was uh, it was dope because they they kind of created a new opportunity for me in the industry that I never even thought I would be in. You know, I'm I'm a professional in just the immersive space and kind of creating immersive content. Uh, back in 2021, 
you know, Apple allotted, you know, a budget for for Universal to change their entire catalog into this new immersive format, which is the future of music and the revolution of music. And it's it's bigger than it's ever been today. You know what I'm saying? So what I do and get the opportunity to do is I get to go into the vault and crack open these old catalogs where it's like you got stuff from like Frank Sinatra, uh, Mary J. Blige, you know, James Brown, you know, whatever, or any type of legacy stuff. And I get to go and look inside those files and recreate those files for the new music format. And it's been pretty inspiring because actually seeing what they were doing at those times and how they made music and how the production was, it kind of really elevates just my, my musical skill set. And it's like making me like a different type of producer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it's a true blessing. It opened a lot of doors. It got a lot of looks for me. And um, I'm kind of just using that as a as a way to kind of induce like my platform and my music and my brand and my technology and my companies to kind of all coincide in one thing. So. Yeah, now nah, that's amazing because now it's like you're taking antique type of analog type of yeah. production, right? Yeah, yep. it's broken down by instrument, by vocals, yep, all the stands, effects, everything. all of that, right? And then you taking and digitizing that yep. and rebranding it, so it, you know it's more like a point of view with the audio engineering, right? Yep. Yep. The speakers that S- they're silly, doing. Silly question. So I'm go I'm ahead. Not, I don't know much about music. As, yeah, as you, <laughs> you said stems. What are stems? Stems are like. <laughs> The, the all separate like sounds and instruments that are placed in the music. So like like he was saying, you got your vocals. That's one stem. Lead vocal, background vocals. You got uh, drums. You got hi hats. You got strings. Like these are all individual stems. So in a project, you can kind of like organize them and put them on how you want to compose yeah. the music. So That's they, how they can be pretty much recorded separately. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Recorded. They can be transferred digitally separately. However way you want to do it. Dope. Yeah. Yep. Uh, speak to us about uh, the projects that you got going on. I know you got a lot of things moving. Yeah. So right now, um, I took a step back from just making music only because I really wanted to just learn the business more. And I wanted to kind of create something that would be like the core of like everything that I do. So like I said, you know, I started a label that I'm planning to JV soon. Um, it's a label and distribution company called 10 Plus Music. 10 plus music group, all just based off of young independent artists chasing their dreams and really having the same benefits as the majors. Um, Me, myself, Rock AM, I'm working on a project right now, really just experimenting with music in this new space that I'm in. Uh, Experimenting with sounds, really going back in the time, like last night, uh, or actually two nights ago, I got invited to like a premiere for Prince. And it was like, Well, the movie's dropping soon, right? Well, they're, they're, they're dropping some, like, footage, some stuff that didn't come out yet. Got it. Uh, and it was just, like, him at a show, you know, it was, like, the Diamonds and Pearls album when he was experimenting with hip-hop. And, yo, that shit inspired me so much because I'm like, yo, damn, like, this vibe like this and what they were doing at this time, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> like, he pulled in. His house, too. Yeah, he, he pulled in in, like, an old-school BMW. Like, their, their outfits were crazy. I mean, his outfits were out of control. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that was the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I'm trying to take elements from stuff like that and kind of just not recreate it but use it as inspiration to see what's next in music. I think right now, like, the music industry and, and artists, it's just like a they everyone's throwing paint at the canvas. It's yeah. like everyone's trying shit because like we're at like a very it's a cool place, but it's also a weird place because there's nothing really like cutting through as it should mm-hmm. and has it done as it was in the past. 
you know, I got a single release in uh, Black Friday. Right. Uh, it's going to be a good, you know, a good premiere with another company that I'm working with. And, you know, I'm just going to test the waters and dive back in. But I really want to take this music approach now more based off of, like, what I know and the connections that I have and, like, really helping and promoting and, and, and getting other artists involved and, and really helping their careers. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm, I'm a big advocate of just, like, yo, we need to kind of really, you got to see for yourself. You got to do those things for yourself and put yourself through the fire. You can't put just nobody on if you ain't yeah, put yourself you on yourself, yet. Of so. course. And then you know exactly inspiring. <laughs> That's you're, inspiring. You're an engineer, so you know exactly how you want everything. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> being an engineer, being an artist, producer, I, you just understand the room on a very high level. You understand the room sonically. You understand mm -hmm. mentally. You understand culturally. Like... You put me in any room, I could just mend and blend with anybody and kind of know, like, how to work with an artist. And that's always been just, like, something I've used as an advantage to kind of get through. And, you know, there's times when shit just don't work. You just don't have the chemistry. And the one thing you don't want to do is ever force life. Yeah. Forcing life is just, you know, it's just not it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's stressful. Yeah. It makes hard. The Life is already hard. It makes it ten times harder. And yeah. forcing life is being inauthentic. You know, that how, shit how, all... How do you say we're like, all right, cool, now you're successful. And when you get these follow-up projects that everybody, mm -hmm. you know, like, how do you feel like... What's your strategy on organizing that, right? Because now you got to manage yeah. content, information, yeah. and those relationships. Well, it, to be honest, like, it starts with yourself and, and, and discipline. You feel me? Like, knowing, like, knowing what your weaknesses are and then delegating those weaknesses to people who can pick up that slack. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I got my man Dylan over there. You know, yep. he, he he does a lot for me. He's, you know, he came from just assisting me in the studio to actually being a partner in this company. And um, whatever I can't pick up on and do, like, he usually has the backbone for it and the resources to get it done. And we got a very small team, but we, we aspire to, like, grow a big enough team where we have multiple people kind of, like, compensating for all of these different attributes that we kind of, like, have, you know, to, to, to balance. Yeah. And, not, and not balance. I hate the word balance. I was just listening to Scooter Braun in a, in a podcast, and he said some shit that resonated with me. And he was like, yo, in life, you don't want to ever create balance because creating balance, you got to take something from one thing and compensate it for the other. He's like, yo, you want to make harmony. You want to make shit work together. Right. Everything should work together. And the only way to do that is true authenticity. Mm -hmm. You align with what you're supposed to be aligned with by not doing the things that, yeah. doing the things that works for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Might not so again, you, but. Yeah. Who would you say are like some like inspirations for you and like in your, in like the producer? Man, yeah, Pharrell definitely is up there, and Pharrell for many different reasons. Not just because he's a producer, but I just love the way that he just integrates with the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, from like his 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 skincare products to Louis Vuitton fashion, contemporary art, all of that stuff. Like he's just a cool ass nigga. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So you know, I aspire to be like something like that. Kanye is like one of my biggest influences um, for many different reasons. Uh, just like going through life, like my mom's passed away, my older brother, like a lot of people in my life passed and it kind of like happened during the same timelines as Kanye's. So like I would go and gravitate like my dog, I mean, um, 808 and Heartbreaks was like yeah. my breakthrough album because like my mom died, his mom died around that same album. So I'm listening to that album kind of mourning through everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, like, a, a big connection there. 
And uh, I just love that he's always against the grain and just always yes. going against society. Like, I, I feel like we, we need more of that. Like, we got no, I'm not saying that he's a leader, but we don't have any, like, true leaders like we did back in the day who's going to go and just lose their life for shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody's kind of just on the internet. Like, no, don't do that or stop. Like, <laughs> who's actually going out there? Yeah. You feel me? So, yeah. you know, I aspire to, 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 to just either be that way or be around people who are like that and create that kind of community again and just change the world, you know, because that's what it's about. You got to define your purpose in this shit to really be successful. So. And that's why we're on the innovators then. You feel me? Yep. We oh, yeah. We've been innovators. And uh, now it's time to highlight our stories and highlight the people that be, you know, we've been working with and, and want to build relationships with. So right. we appreciate you, you know, coming through and, and showing love. You know, Absolutely, you got a busy man. calendar, and you know what I'm saying. And the and the single's about to drop. Yeah, and, um, November 24th. It's called What You Mean. It's gonna be out. It's gonna be a very special distribution channel. Um, definitely check that out. Ten plus years music. The official integration and and interface to upload and stream all your music is gonna be available to the world. So you'll be able to go on my website, go on Ten Plus, upload your catalog. Speak to me directly. I call it handmade distribution. It's like Goyard back in the day. Like we coming to your house, you <laughs> dropping a project. We gonna we gonna sit down and we gonna talk to you. We gonna listen in the studio and we are gonna help you distribute that project the way it should be done. Beautiful. Oh. Yeah, cause that don't happen no more. Like, uh, uh, what was it like when they were like artist the, development? Artist development and, you know what I'm saying? That's all that stuff is dead. Yeah, not artist development. That's and it's cool, but like we gotta build that back up because it's 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 definitely needed. Yeah, <laughs> as right. we can see, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It's crazy. Like what we grew up on was like we saw culture <laughs> developing right in front of us, right? Hip hop, mm -hmm. and you know we we Latinos, but we grew up in the community, and that's what we heard on on the radio right. all day. So we gravitated to it, you know. But um, but yeah, man, it, this was a great episode. Can people find you online? You yeah. Years. So my, my Instagram at rock roc dot am like in the morning so dot am ten plus years music dot com it will be open and available very soon for content and everybody to go search but anything at rock dot am um and yeah if you just if you see me if you see me online see me in the street just say what's up I like to connect and talk with the people so yeah let's go beautiful yeah. appreciate That's you having got another one here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> Cut. <laughs>